like your red jumper. Oh, fabulous. Thanks. I wanted to be cheery for the occasion, given that we haven't recorded in. I know. know. It's been weeks. Apologies. It's so odd. I know. Oh, it's it's alright. I was thinking that um, winter or even even autumn things just happen so much more slowly in the garden. Yeah. I was like, I have nothing to talk about. Nothing is happening. <laughs> yeah, and over summer, it's like, I have a new update every day, every minute. Yeah, yeah. Things change by the second. And now it's like, well, I put those seeds in and I'll check them in August. <laughs> anyway, I don't want to talk about seeds too much there. That's upsetting. <laughs> oh, yes. Well, we should, we should get into that because of mm. all the trials and tribulations. Mm. Um, but yes, welcome to Foul Play. Mm-hmm. The sporadically timed gardening and poultry podcast. Yeah, we have a quick update for you because both Laura and I are exhausted for a variety of reasons, but we thought mm. we would come on and record a little chat just to touch the base and um, hear about what's happening in our yards. So, yeah. and you're yeah, with the ducks and the chickens. And one thing that happened recently for me in the last few weeks I think we spoke about this in the last podcast was that I was sprouting seeds under the sink and Mm. um, then planting them out into the seed trays which I did and I had the seed trays in my little fly screen room balcony nice and protected growing happily I had some chives and kale and cauliflower coming up some carrots what else did I have I had some a really good selection of sort of autumn winter crop and then my cat decided to go to the toilet in one of them. Oh. Uh, I think he thought it was a little box. He's a bit sick and confused, so I can't be too angry at him. Uh, that I was mean, one trade down. I feel like a little box. Yeah. I was like, actually, that's fair enough. I'm sorry for confusing you, Paul, but um, let's not do that again. And then um, a few days later, my toddler decided that he was very enthusiastic about dirt and decided to redistribute mm-hmm. The dirt from the seed trays into the other pots. So the lesson that I have learned from a uh, little, I don't know, what would you call it? It's not a disaster. It's just a disappointment. Is to put things out of reach. So I'm constantly, yeah, um, yeah constantly learning the the ever expanding limits of what my son can wreak havoc on and. <laughs> I found a new one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, one of the benefits of gardening is so many setbacks are hmm. um, like almost undoable. Like, obviously, you can't get those exact seeds back, but you yeah. could just purchase some seedlings yeah. that were at the same stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's the plan. Um, so what I've do done that. in the past when I've realized I've missed planting windows, I'm like, oh no. But then I'm like, oh, well, I guess I'll just buy some seedlings yeah yeah no it's not a disaster it's just kind of uh it sort of put a bit of a dampener in the whole gardening thing for me for a few weeks I was like oh man I put all this work into this thing and now they've been dug up and pooed on and weed on and thrown around the balcony so yeah, I didn't, don't, I didn't don't really your do cat- much outside <laughs> don't your cat and your son know that like you have a whole podcast about this no, you care about, about that it. bit of dirt deeply deeply I've told them and neither of them speak very much English yet but you know mm. I've explained anyway 
I was like, this is my content, guys. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Just stuff, anyway. Toddlers in the garden are a challenge. Like, I remember my friend um, visited with her, her kid, who's exactly the same age as Felix. Oh, yeah. Um, around my birthday. So he was about one. And I had um, chamomile flowers, which I'd put in this pot. And I was so excited. I'd actually bought the flowers last autumn not thinking that they, it was the wrong time to sow them. And then when mm. I read the seeds, I'm like, ah, oh, I'll have to wait till spring. Mm. So I waited all autumn, all winter. Finally, I, sow- I had the pot beautifully prepared with like compost and um, I'd sown them and they just sprouted and they were coming up really well. And I put a bit of straw over them and he yeah. decided to rip out all of the straw from the pot and eat it. <laughs> Yes. And I consequently got a great photo. I might ask um ask if I'm allowed to share it on our Instagram of him just looking at me with his mouth full of straw being like, what? <laughs> I saw the rabbit doing this. What's the problem? The rabbit is much better trained than that. The rabbit <laughs> does not eat things. Yeah. without my permission I mean he does but he he doesn't jump up to the pots anymore now he has a good um, a good lawn yeah oh I'm sorry about your chamomile I know how you feel oh it was months ago it's fine are you over it yet or just almost I am over it you know what I'm not over something What's... that happened when I was probably about 10 mm, oh god was gardening go. related how does that make you feel yeah no I I grew I grew a strawberry plant it was one of the Mm -hmm. first things I like I grew and I was it was really mine like I tended it I checked every day I probably overwatered it um but I had this big lush beautiful strawberry my mouth is watering just thinking about how beautiful this strawberry was yeah and I watched it every day get redder and redder it was on the balcony so it's like quite protected and um I thought oh it's pretty good today but you know what tomorrow it will be perfect. I'm going to go out tomorrow and eat that strawberry. And I went out to eat the strawberry and it was gone. And my little brother had eaten the strawberry and it was the, I was so annoyed. Oh, and no. What it taught me was never delay gratification. Oh, God. I have an opportunity to pick a strawberry. Pick it. Pick it. Seize the strawberry. Mm-hmm. A neighbor growing strawberry. up, he must have been about three or four, and he was obsessed with strawberries as well. Like all he would eat was strawberries. That's all he wanted all the time. Just loved strawberries. So his mom decided to plant out a little strawberry patch for him, and he would go out mm. every morning, and he would just pick all the green strawberries and eat them. It was disgusting because <laughs> he did not want to delay gratification. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I had a little girl visit um the other day. I think she uh, I was in two or three mm-hmm. and she loved our tomatoes but yeah she didn't seem to differentiate between the green or the red tomatoes she just she loved them all equally and she ate so many like oh, I, I she would have eaten like a whole like big mm-hmm. bowl full when she was very small enthusiastic full of tomatoes yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Did, did she eat the skin too or did she like spit the skins out did you know the tomato? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she just swallowed she, a whole. Yeah, she ate a lot of the little tops as well. Oh, yes. Yeah. Stalk. 
Oh, okay. So Felix will eat the stalk, but he spits the skin out. So I don't know. Anyway. Oh, that's interesting. That's kind of gross, really. Anyway. So that's kind of, I mean, that's the low light. Oh, my mm. God. It's really Any highlight? I'm going to order some seedlings. That's the highlight. Yes. Um, I did clean out my duck pen last week um, with all the straw, and I laid that down on the garden bed ready for, um, you know, cooking all the seedlings that I'm going to put in, keeping them nice and cosy because we're getting, it's getting colder here overnight now. So they'll need that little bit of extra blanket on them as they grow. Mm -hmm. Once I do buy the seedlings to put in because, you know, they don't exist at the moment. But <laughs> Speaking of blankets, I've covered my seedlings with frost blanket, oh. which is exciting and weird and it makes it really one of the problems with the winter garden I think um is because I keep a lot of things covered it's just nowhere near as beautiful as the mm. summer garden mm. like I don't have beautiful things overflowing out of my bed they just mm. look like I'm growing some sort of strange drug or something that I need to keep covered from the outside from world yeah, yeah, um, yeah. but we had our first frost um like last weekend here so now we're in April it's frost time in Canberra yeah um and the um the seedlings like because I direct so everything partly because I am a little bit lazy mm -hmm. but also because I, I although I don't have a child or a cat um lots of things always tend to happen whenever I try to sprout them but mainly is that I just forget to water them and they dry out yeah. or it gets really windy and they get knocked over. That's what yeah. I've had a few times. Mm -hmm. um, and I've had good results with direct sowing, except you've got to like baby them, right? Like they are little baby seeds. Yeah. Um, and so I planted before, because we went away to Dalesford, which is like the home of permaculture. Which is I know. Awesome. I was so excited cool. when you told me you were going yeah. to Dalesford. I was like, oh, shit. You know, just go and interview everyone, all the residents. I know I thought about it, but um, we were too busy making guitars. Yes. So I didn't yes, have the opportunity. Mm. Um, but, yeah, so I put in all the seeds very frantically. I always end up frantically planting because I'm about to go away for a week and I'm like, I have to plant. Like last time I did this, I put my beans in and I – was planting them as the Uber was coming to take us to the airport before Christmas. And that's why, like, they're really haphazardly scattered. Yeah. And, like, I don't know what happens. I have so much. I'm home often. And then I always leave it to the last minute until I'm about to leave for two weeks. Like, I must get the seeds in. So that, of course, happened again. Like, I did it at five o'clock and then then I was trying to frantically pack at six and the Uber was coming at 6.15. Anyway. So I put um I put in a bunch bunch of brassicas. So we've got kale, and mm. I'm trying to put leek and onion related things in to try to oh, deter yeah. the cabbage moths. But mm. one of my beds I've labelled bed B. Mm. And Johnny and I talk about the planning. Um, we've realised if we call them A, B, C, and D, it helps a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, as opposed to the second back bed that's closer to the fence, <laughs> it's just a lot easier yeah so efficient I um yeah so I put the things in there and then but I covered it with frost blanket straight away so I'm hoping that might keep the soil a bit warmer because I mm -hmm. covered it like 
you know, before the soil had really cooled down. But also I'm hoping that the um, cabbage moths won't lay their eggs mm. as soon as the seedlings sprout. Yeah. Which they're already doing on the bed that I haven't covered where I just toss some mustard greens to put okay. in before I decide what to do there properly. Um, and I already saw like six cabbage moths laying eggs. I'm like, are you serious? Oh my yeah. god! They came up. They came up like one day, and then they were just immediately there. That's crazy. So, so the frost blanket is key. Yeah. What so this frost blanket that you got? Is it like does the sunlight get through it, or is it like a solid um, light blocking thing as well? What is it made of? So it's made of polyester, basically. Mm. Um, it's also called like horticultural fleece, ah. <laughs> which is a nice name. I like that. Um, yeah, my friends um, Colin and Rachel brought some over last year, like frantically right the day it was going to frost. It was very kind of them. And I've been a convert ever since. Um, it lets through a lot of light. So it's white. You can also get it in green. I've got mm. it in green as well because, you know, matching or when the matching moon strikes. yeah 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 i mean i want to spice it a lot a little i put out the green one mm-hmm. um it's actually what i covered our lawn with last year to help it germinate and wow. to keep off the birds from the seed uh, you can buy it at bunnings but i got it on off ebay um mm. but yeah so it's just a really thin polyester weave and it's a texture of like, you know, if you ever see a, a dog rip open a stuffed toy, oh, <laughs> that yes. kind of stuff, yeah. the polyfill. Um, and I, when you pop your head under to look for how everything's going, heaps of light gets in. Like it seems just as light as outside. Mm. It really just keeps the frost off and it works fantastically. I wonder if it would help to stop um, curious ducks from pulling seed things up as well if I do end up direct sowing eventually. That could work. Mm. Um, yeah you it was worth giving it a go it's a very mm. versatile little thing Loki if he really wants to get into the bed mm. he learned last year he could just jump on it and it would <laughs> cave um which was quite funny to watch him like just jump into this like big white blanket and then mm. sit there and eat the parsley but I don't think he'll do that this year okay we'll see <laughs> but it might it would deter the ducks enough because that you can't see through it yeah so that's the thing they just like to like bury their dicks their their beaks into the soil they'll sort of like back and forth wobble their heads with their beaks on the ground like around the roots of plants more than like nibbling at the leaves from what I've noticed so far so um yeah, if there's like a fresh, healthy, beautiful bed of soil with seedlings popping up, they'll be like, oh, grubs, mm. let me at it. So anyway, that could work. Maybe if anyone has tried that, let us know. If not, I'll give it a go and report back. Yeah. Yeah. I would just wonder, like, you just don't want to overheat your plants because you're yeah. a bit warmer up there. Yeah, true. Basically, the tropics compared to um, good old Canberra. <laughs> yeah. I mean, winter's still cold in the Shoalhaven. But. Yeah. Um, how are how are the ducks? What's been happening with them? They are fine. They are, you know, just going about their business, put themselves to bed in the morning. They're very excited to wake up. I mean, they put themselves to bed at night and they're very excited to get up in the morning when I go and get them. Um, they just right. sit in there quacking at me really loudly until they lower their little ramp and then they run out and they are becoming a little less 
um, skittish around me, but I still don't really like to handle them too much because they weren't handled heaps when they were little babies. Um, I just, like, it freaks them out a bit. I'd rather them just be happy and calm. So I don't haven't forced it, which is a bit of a shame because I kind of wanted um, ducks that we'd be able to pick up and carry around and things. So we might, with maybe with the next batch that we get, we might try and make sure we get um, get them younger or buy them from a breeder or, you know, or even Uncle Stephen, if he's able to handle them a bit more, be better. So, um, could you yeah. get ducklings so you can handle them? We could. That sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know. We could do that. Yeah, it would be fun. <laughs> oh, I'm so... Maybe another time. Maybe like in 10 years, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just, I had this conversation. This is awful and I'm sorry, Paul, but um, I had this conversation with Travis the other week. I said, we're never getting any pet ever again that does not lay eggs. That is it. Like I do not need <laughs> anything that doesn't lay eggs. Um, mm. My cat's name is Paul. He's, as I said, he's not very well at the moment. So we don't know how much longer he's going to last. And people keep asking, like, kind of cruel, but they keep asking if we're going to replace him when he goes, like, mm. if we're going to get another cat. And I'm like, well, he's here. Like, he's fine. He's not fine, but, you know, he's kicking along. And no, we will be not replacing him because he doesn't lay eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Only replace him with an egg-laying cat. Yeah, oh, yeah. Or another animal that could perform some sort of task for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some sort of. It's just, I mean, cats are lovely, but I think I've just got to the point now where I want to be able to put all of my energy in areas, like I want to be able to focus it a lot more. And yeah. um, when we lived in an apartment, it was wonderful to come home to a cat and have that company. But now that we have a house for the yard and everything, I want to spend time outside and I feel bad with the cat sort of inside on its own while I'm out there doing that sort of stuff. And when I'm inside, I'm playing with the toddler, so... Yeah, it'd be better to have animals that serve those purposes more directly, like service the garden specifically would be good. Yeah, you yeah. get a goat. A goat, yeah, or an alpaca, yeah. Yeah. I'm building my menagerie in a different phase. Yeah. So exciting. I'm getting a, getting a dog on the weekend. <laughs> I'm getting a, a pony because his name is Pony. Yeah, um, but he's a dog. Yeah. yeah, so that's very exciting. And he's coming from a farm, so I'm hoping that he is very helpful and knows yeah. how to he'll know the keep possums away from eating my friggin' garden. <laughs> um, that would actually be useful. And I guess mm. one of the things that we're having a challenge with at the moment is pests, because um, you know the whole mouse plague thing. Mm. We certainly don't have the terrible mouse plague that you're seeing in like lots of regional areas but um we've got mice and johnny was chatting to the lady down at bell chambers which is like a great stock feed place mm -hmm. in canberra and she just she knows everything and she's like yeah it's a mouse plague everybody is as mice at the moment and like all humane traps are sold out mm. so we're trying to like at the moment there's like usually a couple out there when I go mm. out at night and they like you know, squeak and things, but they've been nibbling on the zucchinis. No. They, um, they ate all my beans. Rude. So I just, yeah, I'm concerned that if the mice get worse, like they're going to eat all my stuff, but having a 
dog yeah. might help. Yeah, that'll be a deterrent, I reckon. If they can smell the dog around even, that might just put them off from coming in the yard. Hmm. Yeah, and I mean, I'm not getting a dog as a mouse deterrent. Like, I'm Are getting sure? a dog because I want a dog to love, <laughs> to love me it. and to take on walks. It doesn't lay eggs. I mean, he lays certain things. <laughs> Fertilizer maker. Can you use dog poop? Yeah. As, I mean, if you cook dog poop at the right temperature, would you be able to use it as fertilizer in the in the yard? Sorry, do you say if you cook dog I mean, poop at like, the right temperature? Yeah, yeah. Like cook, <laughs> by cook, I mean compost. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Not saute. No, no, no. <laughs> um, I I think you can, mm. but I think it's a little bit complicated because it's. You know, it's, as you get closer to human poo, it gets complicated. It, gets, it just gets weird. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will do some research on that. Hmm. I will do both practical research and theoretical research, and I will report back. Okay. I love that. That'll be good. So when when does Pony the dog arrive? Is that on the weekend? So a couple of days, On right? the weekend. So, yeah, two days. I'm hmm. extremely excited. I'm so excited yeah. for you. He's named after so- a small measurement of beer. Oh. a little measurement of um, beer oh. it is it is a it's a two-week trial to mm-hmm. see though because as much as i would love him to work out and his current owner would also um love him to work out with us she's really happy to keep him that she just thinks it'll be a good fit um mm-hmm. but if pony really is fixated on loki or if he like digs up the garden a lot or if he just seems upset like mm-hmm. most dogs move from suburbia to a farm yeah um, he's moving from a farm to suburbia so we'll just have to see if mm. he is happy if he and if he's not happy then yeah we won't force him obviously to stay here yeah yeah yeah. no that makes sense i mean yeah i mean our ducks were a trial as well and look it's fine mm. so yeah i'm sure i'll be fine too but yeah it is important to have that gives his back to his policy if it's not working out for the dog or the animal you don't want to keep them somewhere that they're not you know thriving so yeah I think that's like quite lovely and obviously you can't tell everything within two weeks but no. it will be a good indication if um if we yeah. fit into each other's lives oh I'm sure you will I'm so excited oh, mm. dog called pony and a rabbit called Loki mm. yeah yeah and chickens named after um, premiers we train him to bark at cabbage moths can cabbage yes, moths, that'd I have be so a many questions idea. for you, but do cabbage moths have ears? Because I wonder if barking would actually even be effective. Maybe you could just like chase yeah. them away. Well, I'm sure they don't have ears in the way no. mammals have ears, but I, I assume they can sound sense receptor. sound in some way. Mm-hmm. They could definitely sense vibrations, surely. You've um, got so much experimenting to do. <laughs> I do. Yeah, and um, the chickens also have been mm. a bit of an interesting time. Oh, yeah, so what's going on with the girls? <laughs> um, it's funny because you're saying you don't want to have a pet unless it lay eggs, yeah. lays eggs. I'm more like I don't want to have a pet unless I can, like, reason with it, kind of. The chickens are just being, like, they're great. I love them. They're just being really quite weird. And um, so they're they're, they're all molting except peep, which is fine. That's not mm-hmm. them being weird. That's not a problem. But we're not getting many eggs at all because of the molting. Mm-hmm. And 
they just don't seem to know what they want. So like they usually love deliveries of leaves and there's mm-hmm. so many leaves in our street. It's ridiculous. Like it looks like it's snowed leaves. Yeah. So I gave them three wheelbarrows of leaves the other day and it was quite funny because I, I there was also like a blade of grass that was growing like in yeah. the gutter or something in the compost made from the leaves. So I picked mm-hmm. it up and just threw it on top of the wheelbarrow. Yeah, I dumped the whole wheelbarrow of leaves, it also had some grubs and stuff in it, into the coop. And then Dan picked up the blade of grass and ran around with it like it was the most prized possession. And then everyone started chasing Dan to get the blade of grass. I'm like, what are you doing? There's so much going on here. Like, there were worms and snails. Yeah. Um. And then the other thing is they've always been interested in the pineapple sage plant. Mm. And for some reason, the last couple of days, they've just decided it is the only thing they want. And they've stripped it down to basically nothing. And I posted a video on Instagram just before we started recording this. Like Gladys is jumping up really high to get the flowers and eat them and I, I'm just like what are you doing and there's That's like so other weird. plants on the ground mm. they have scraps they have their pellets we've probably given them fewer scraps than usual because we have been um out of it and so yeah. we haven't been cooking at home as much but I've still been giving them scraps anyway they're oh. just I just want to like I'm just not on the same wavelength as the chicken Little oddballs. I wonder if there's yeah. some like mineral or something in pineapple sage that they're craving. Mm. That is odd. Like, is that normal it, chicken it behavior? Might, or I don't fixation? know. It might be the freshness. So it's okay. If I actually think about this, we I was really color, cutting back the garden a lot and pulling mm-hmm. out heaps mm-hmm. of veggies. And so they were getting heaps of fresh greens. Yeah. Yeah. And they haven't really got many fresh greens. Mm. I, I got, I gave them all the zucchini, but it was all frosted and wilted, so it wasn't yeah. probably wouldn't have been that tasty. So maybe that's it. Also, the pineapple sage is really mature at the moment. I mm. think the the flowers are probably quite sweet. Yeah, right. Huh. And it's also possible there's bugs on the flowers. Yeah, they know what they're doing, surely. We yeah, just don't I just know wish what they could doing. explain it to me. <laughs> yeah. But um, mm-hmm. I would like to expand my flock. Oh, yeah? Um, with we some stayed ducks. at a lovely – no, with, with some other breeds of chickens. So, uh, like, we stayed at a, um, the Airbnb we stayed at. They had chickens. Mm-hmm. And they were these fantastic little, um, like, lacy wind, winged – I can't – I've got to – I'll look up in my chicken book what they're called. But I think they're like a Swiss or an Austrian, like little mm-hmm. miniature chicken with beautiful yeah. wings. Cute. And then the rooster was a silky. Oh. And so they were crossed. And so they all had like these little pom-poms on their heads. And it was fabulous. That's beautiful. As if you wouldn't want a chicken with a pom-pom on its head. That's I so mean, good. of course. I saw, I went to the zoo um, the past week actually and I saw they had baby chickens and they had, you know, obviously more about chickens than I do. They had curly feathers on them. Like they were, they were really strange. Mm-hmm. We, like they were kind of like adolescent birds, I suppose. Like they look like awkward teenage face. So they had their baby feathers kind of and then these really long curly feathers coming out of them as well. 
What are those? Do you know? Like the, the curly feather chickens? They frizzle? Is that a thing? Frizzle's definitely a thing. Mm. And there's quite a few. They, they, they're actually called fancy breeds. Um, the person naming that was just really Tired. practical. Yeah. You know, diet. Like, oh, that's a fancy chicken. Yeah. Oh, it's called cool fancy. Um, Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so there's so many fancy breeds and they often look like they often have like curly feathers and they're different mm. ones and so many of them have pom-poms like the polish is probably my favorite chicken i love them and, yeah yeah pom-pom on its head and flares yes and like kind of little curly feathers. um yeah they're so extravagant mm. they're great so i but you know how like because i've been looking a lot at dogs there's all these you know designer dog breeds where yes. they cross one with the other and it's any no wedge shedding exactly yeah. or like you know my favorite thing is a corgi crossed with um a bigger dog and it just looks like the big dog tiny legs <laughs> um but i i wonder if there's like a mm. designer chicken breed out there yeah like a crossbreed you mean or like just a really appealing what? um breed no, of like, chicken? so so obviously like there's I mean, people crossbreed chickens all the time, mm. but I just wonder, like, that's how we get new breeds and stuff, right? So a couple of friends who are very good at chickens um, who live down in Bermagui on the south coast, mm. he is breeding the chickens, um, like, crossing egg and meat birds so they're sort of yeah. more robust. Oh, yeah. And then also he's getting, like, eggs. And they were, they were very cool looking. They also looked, they looked like patchwork chicken. Mm-hmm. Someone had sewn together different sort of. Yeah, I had a dog like that. Like, yeah. Oh, I love it. It looks like they've been op shopping and mm-hmm. they just like chucked on different. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that tail looks good there. Yeah. Mm. I mean, this, this neck will fit. Yeah. Let's put that one on. <laughs> I love a bit of a motley looking chicken. So yeah. I'd, oh. I'd definitely be up for that. See if you can get them to send you a picture and we can put it up on their Instagram. Get a bit of info. Oh, yeah. Well, I think I'll I'll put up a few pictures from my um, chicken book, which has all the different fancy breeds as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're really cool. Mm. Yeah, that sounds beautiful. Do you know I have a duck date, a duck update, just in general, mm. actually. So I was talking to um, some duck friends the other day, and they told, I was reading a message off my phone because that's how I found out, but. Um, did you know that the grand champion poultry exhibit at the Royal Easter Show was a white Indian runner duck? It was the first time ever that a duck has won. So, woohoo! Wow. We'll take it. Yep, ducks win for the first time wow. ever. Wow! Yeah. What was so special about that duck? I don't know. Like runner ducks are pretty. I I always thought them as pretty standard, like they're not that exotic or anything, but maybe it was just really pretty, you know, a perfect good specimen. specimen. Yeah, the perfect specimen. Runner ducks are those ones that look like um, wine bottles or like they look like they should have <laughs> arms and they're falling forwards without their arms when yeah. they're walking. You know those ones? Yeah. The oh, I, I love them. Yeah. I first saw them when I went to um, – went to Asia and I was like what is that yes that happened to that duck he's so upright um yeah those, those yeah. are runner ducks so that that you know they stole the show how good 
I was very pleased. I was going to rub it in your face and be like, look at this, ducks win. <laughs> well, consider my face rubbed. <laughs> there's there's Thanks. chickens that are very upright too. Really? They, yeah, they're, they're like, like the wine fighting chickens. chickens. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, they just bang chests and they probably look like they're supposed to have arms as well. <laughs> well, I also, yeah, they definitely look like they're supposed to have arms. There's all those fabulous, um, yeah. you can buy arms for your chickens. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I consider doing that, but I, I haven't yet. They would hate it so much. <laughs> but yeah, so the, the chickens that are very upright, I guess they're bred for for fighting and so Mm. it's not necessary for them to have all that meat Mm. on them because if chickens are bred for meat then you know they're obviously selecting artificially selecting for the fattest ones to to breed the biggest bod so yeah Mm. Yeah, so they just have like that lean mean fighting machine yeah they don't need it to be chunky yeah it's fascinating, isn't it? All these different breeds. It is fascinating. Yeah. I mean, and speaking of breeds, what I should have asked before, but what breed of dog is Pony? I think they He's asked a Border you, Collie. A Border Collie. Uh, it's like a purebred Border Collie. Yeah. 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 Oh. So he's lovely. Yeah, he, he lives with like seven other Border Collies at the moment mm. um, yeah. on a farm. So. Yeah. You might have to get yeah. six more then. Look after one once or twice a week, so there'll yeah. be two. Okay, we'll be right then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I could have six dogs. I then think I would either not have a garden or a job or a friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. would be no. very time consuming. Voices. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but um, oh, and it just obviously, obviously, fighting chickens is awful and. Mm-hmm. People should not fight animals. People should not oh, fight yeah. in general. No fighting. Yeah, I would, um, but they, they exist, yeah. But, mm. Yeah, okay. but it's interesting how these different cultural paths create different animals. Yeah. yeah. I wonder why the Polish chickens are called Polish chickens and if they are from Poland, why do Polish people do that to their chickens? <laughs> well, you know, if you're having a sort of austere life and you're just eating pickles and borscht, you've got to put your creative energy somewhere yeah yeah in oh. chicken fancying yeah 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 it just seems like wouldn't wouldn't you want the chicken that has the best meat or like makes the most eggs not necessarily the biggest pom-pom on its head or the most fancy flares <laughs> there's some eccentric polish people are you serious? I'm a Polish person. I mean, I'm a little eccentric, I know. but like Polish people, eccentric people are I not know. Eccentric. Yeah, no, that, that's just the we're just downtrodden. I know, but they put all their eccentric energy into the chicken. <laughs> yeah, maybe that could be it. The other place with a mm. lot of fancy chickens is Switzerland. Oh, well, that makes sense. No, actually, it doesn't at all. Swiss people are not no. fun. I mean, Again, I'm sorry, all I apologise to the Swiss the people, chicken. but you just seem so. Have you ever met um, Hungarian people? Swiss people remind me a little bit of Hungarian people, but Swiss people are slightly better mannered. <laughs> I know Swiss people who are probably the most fun people I've ever met. They yeah, yeah, I'm generalising because it's fun to generalise, but yeah. I know, I know. And um, I also know really fun Hungarian people. 
and lovely people are hilarious they are very funny but I remember like just the different like customer service culture in Hungary is like Mm. shocking as an Australian it took me it took me a few days to get used to and then I was totally on board with it but yeah it's a cultural (laughs) shock I am I unfortunately have never been to Hungary but Mm -hmm. not for lack of trying when Mm -hmm. I tried to go there um the borders were closed and not because of COVID. This was back when borders never closed. Yeah. But it was closed because of um, I went over when Angela Merkel had opened the German uh, border to yeah, 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 all, yeah. The, so um, all the, the refugees. refugees. Yeah. yeah. And then Hungary didn't want them to come all through Hungary. So they had yeah. closed they like, the border. No, not this way. Go around. Yeah. yeah. And I couldn't oh. get from Germany to Hungary. Ah. Oh. That's right. You'll go one day and you'll see see what I mean. It just I was like, yeah, oh, thank I, you I so much for this to... meal. It's great. And they were like, yes. <laughs> I look, I, I I was going to say it like mm. jokingly, but I genuinely look forward to being shocked by a culture yes. that I feel incredibly isolated from rather yeah, than we all right now. To yeah. talk to people who, yeah, I understand. Mm. Sorry. <laughs> palatable for you I'll be rude next time you can have it no no it's fine it's, I get all the rudeness from my chickens anyway that's, yeah, that's the culture true. shock stripping things and yeah picking each other pulling their feathers out bare bums everywhere. every day in the coop I'm like what is this ritual what is this society you've created why anything yeah. why did you dig a hole right there why have I exposed 20 worms from under this brick Yet you're showing no interest and you're just picking that area of dirt where there's nothing. It's barren. It's barren. Oh, dear. I don't. I have no answers for you. You'll have to talk to them. I try. I try. Anyway, I'm, I'm well past my bedtime at this point. It's, when, it's 10 to 9. <gasps> 10 to 9? I know. I'm, I'm going to go frivolity. back and play a bit more bass guitar. I'm going to just go and work out how to breed a chicken with a pom-pom on its head. <laughs> like, the, like the true pole that you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, beautiful. Nice chat, Laura. Let's, let's talk again um, when Pony arrives and we can get an update on how we're settling in. I'm excited to hear. Yeah, I think it will be interesting to see what it's like to um, have a dog in a garden. I yeah. suspect there will be some challenges. Yes, there'll be mishaps, but there'll be wins as well. It'll be adorable. Yeah. Well, yeah. We'll Maybe I can train them to time. dig yeah. the hole in the right yeah. area, not the Maybe wrong area. Like little trenches. What do you, yeah, that'd be good. Mm. He'll be so handy. He's yeah. a farm dog. He knows the ropes. He'll be right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, he'll hurt all of my sheep, but yeah. I don't have any sheep. <laughs> You'll just come outside and you'll be herding possums at night time. Which is good. No. Yeah. You, you don't want them eating. Herd the possums. Yeah. Yeah. Herd the cabbage moth. Mm-hmm. That's it. All right. All right. Let's do it again, Tina.